0: Hey, welcome to the Construction Generate podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lenning, and I'm here to talk about all things business for the home service industry. From interior design to plumbing, I know that finding strategy, marketing, and ideas specific to the home service industry isn't easy. So I'm giving you the best advice for building your online presence and bringing on some industry professionals to provide even more value along the way. If you're ready to build your home service business and ultimately build a recognizable home service brand, you're in the right hands. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, thanks for listening today. You're going to want to grab a notepad and pen because today is going to be full of my best tips for SEO and what I have learned while marketing for the home service industry. Today, I will be talking about SEO and how you can start showing up on major search engines like Google and Bing and Yahoo for your business. SEO stands for search engine optimization. This next excerpt is directly from Wikipedia. Search engine optimization is the process of improving the quality and quantity of website traffic to a website or a web page from search engines. SEO targets unpaid traffic rather than direct traffic or paid traffic. So SEO, think about this as when you're Googling something for yourself and you're trying to find a landscaper near you or a plumber to help fix something that's overflowing like your sink, then you're going to Google plumber near me um, a plumber in DC, whatever. And whoever shows up first is, that means they have good SEO. So that is SEO is when you show up on search results. So how can you, and more importantly, why should you work on your SEO? SEO is one of the most important and highly effective tools that you can use for your business. An example of SEO, again, is looking for someone like a landscaper in Boston and you're showing up first under ads. So before we jump into this, Even more, I want to clarify the difference between Google Ads and SEO. So, right now, I want you to take a second. If you're driving, don't do this. (laughs) But take a second and grab your phone or computer and just search a random term. So, what you would like to search or you would like to show up for. So, let's say landscaper in Boston, put that in there and see who shows up first. Now, when you do that, I'm actually going to do that myself too. One second. So, when I search landscaper in Boston, or just landscaper in general, you will see ads on the top. So those people are running Google ads. They are putting money behind showing up first to you. So I see homeadvisor.com on mine. I see thumbtack.com. And then you'll see business listings. So that is a Google My Business listing. You should definitely have yours optimized. So you can go to business.google.com and get yours set up. But then below that, the first results you see for landscaper... That means they have good SEO. They are showing up on the results for people near you or wherever you're searching for. They have learned and have optimized their site for Google to show them first to you. Google sees them as credible. They see them as ones that you should trust and reach out to. They have a lot of traffic on their site. So they're showing you ones that they believe are the most credible and reliable sources for you to contact. Now, people ask me all the time, do you think that people click on ads more or organic? And it really depends. So I think having Google ads is good for quick results and getting people to your website. But SEO is definitely a longer term thing that you will have to spend a few months to start seeing some results because you're not putting money behind it. This is all organic. You're not putting any paid dollars towards SEO besides whatever you're spending to update your website or add things onto your website or any other efforts. All right. So let's dive into the three tips I have for you today. So the first one is to have a blog, and specifically a blog that has your keywords. You can write about whatever you want on your blog, but it is important that when you have blogs on your site, you're writing them based on the keywords that you want to show up on Google with. Make sure you're writing blogs with keywords that are the ones that you're searching on Google. For example, Architect in Austin, you are going to use that in your blog, or let's say for Blossom, for example, for one of my marketing companies, I say... Washington DC, best SEO company. So that is the title of the article or the blog, but I can also write a blog that's 3 social media tips for businesses in Alexandria, Virginia. You can write blogs that are based about that. And then that has your keywords. So make sure you put that phrase exactly in your blog a few times. So I would definitely have your blogs be at least 500 to 1000 words. The longer, the better. So Google likes a lot of content on a page. So a funny story that I like to tell people when I started learning about SEO is that when Google and and websites were first created, someone put on the back end hidden words, cat, 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 like a, a cat all over the back end. It was hidden, but they showed up number one on Google for cat. Now you can't really do that. So that's why we have to make sure that we're putting the keywords, not too much, but enough and having a lot of other words besides those keywords, which makes you pretty credible. You also want to have at least one blog a month. Ideally, at least four a month would be great. But if you can only do one right now, that is fine. Just make sure you have some content on there. That's because Google likes when you have fresh new content on your website. And blogs also make you look like you're active. Just like we talked about on the first episode with social media, if you don't have blogs that are active and new, then you're going not going to look like you're active. You want to make sure that you're continuously posting blogs and that it makes you look like you are in business and people can reach you when they need something. You can also direct people to your blogs. For example, if they can't afford interior design services or they land on your page, then they can be directed there on how to choose a paint color as their blog because they can't afford your services right now. So it's a great way to direct people to any questions they have. We have done that before with our blogs too. The second tip I have is to make sure you have service and location pages on your website. So what this means is, let's say you're an architect. So let's say you do residential and commercial architecture plans and projects. Then you're going to have different pages that will say... Home resident architecture, uh, architect firm in Denver, Colorado. You will have a page that has all that information with keywords throughout it. Another example is we have a client that does construction and they have a lot of different types of projects. So, basement renovations, bedroom remodels, living room remodels, things like that. And you can have different pages that are hidden on your website that talk about all those services. So, then you can rank for those specific services and keywords. These can also be hidden. So definitely make sure that if you don't want them on your site, you can have pages on your set website that are found on Google, but not necessarily on your main web page, on your header or menu. You can also have location pages with that. So let's say there are a lot of different suburbs. So in DC, we have a lot of different suburbs like Alexandria, Arlington, you can have hidden pages on your site that talk about those locations and the services you provide there. The third tip I have are links on other websites. So What this means is getting listed on other websites and having your link on there that's active because when you have links on other websites, then Google sees you as credible. So we have links on a lot of different websites. I've been interviewed for different blogs and different things like that. And they link to our site. That helps Google see you as credible because you are referenced by other people. You're noticed and making sure that you're listed in different directories like chamber sites, thumbtack, things like that ask people to link you. If you work with an agency and they have you listed on their website, ask for them to link to your website or other companies that you work with. If you work with an architect and you're a painter, then ask them to link to your website on their site somewhere. I know this was a lot of information, but it's a great place to start with SEO. SEO is a great tool for you, especially if you're a localized home service-based business. You definitely need to make sure that your SEO is optimized and you're showing up when people are searching for you because I can guarantee people are looking for you. If you go to Google Trends, so just Google, Google Trends, and it'll come up, you can search in there and see what people are searching for. Are you missing out on any searches that people are doing? If you want some more tips on this and some more insight, you can head on over to our Facebook group at constructandgenerate.com slash Facebook. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have about this. Thanks for listening. And I hope you got a lot of information from this episode. If there's anything that you learned that was helpful or useful, I'd love to hear any feedback or any suggestions for any future episodes and what you're hoping to learn and apply to your business. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want even more support for your home service business, head on over to our Facebook group where you will meet other like-minded business owners and find additional strategies, ideas, and tips from experts in the industry. Visit constructandgenerate.com slash Facebook to join. I'll see you in there.